1: What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller.
2: I had such a great idea for my own version of a game show for the post show. Because, of course, Blessing does bless you. He does a great job. He does it kind of feudy. I came up with my own in the shower the other day. Did a couple of the guesses, like the you know, it's five questions, and then I screwed it up, and now I'm frantically trying to put it all together. And it's like you're a kid, and like I'm hoping Tim calls on me last for my assignment. Mr. Gettys, don't <laughs> let me, let me go last. And and, I'm in and home I room. helped.
3: I I said to Greg before the show, you know, I'll help you out in the background while we do the games cast, uh, just in case. And he slacks me, Tim. He slacks me. Stay out of my fucking way, in all caps. That's that's how saying, you right? can help
1: me, Great. bro. Great. All right. Do you want to give a tease, Greg, a little tidbit about what the name of this game show might be? The name be?
2: of this game show is, is not, you know, Bless Who, Kind of Feudy, All Good. I'm going a different angle. Greg and
1: the gaming gang go to the movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, how does that Rolls make off you the feel? Tongue. <laughs> Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. I
3: don't, I don't know how to feel right now, honestly. <laughs> I, I do think that Greg should have just ripped off somebody else's game idea. Like how blessed well, off everybody's Bless idea Every, so. time. <laughs> every <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. D23, you all proud of that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, I love it. We're starting with the spice already. Speaking of D23, we will be live reacting to Blessing at Ye Jr. Hosting the D23 games panel uh, with some Marvel games announcements, maybe some Star Wars stuff, some Disney stuff. Who the hell knows what's going to be there? I sure don't. I can't wait to find out. Uh, but that is we'll never know what that is we'll never know what that <laughs> there he
3: is
2: goes. Oh, that, oh god I, I thought that was one of those where i thought he i thought i froze i thought yeah, everybody else died here. around me
0: <laughs> no tim come back timmy come back hey,
3: everybody let's all do the same pose as him <laughs> is it this hand, that's the hand. Uh, yeah the i other mean one. like like a great yeah joey your <laughs> other arm and then no, i'll a- reach up a- a- my a- a- hand. A- andy you do the opposite you do the opposite yeah, yeah opposite. that's what i'm saying oh i'm not watching like, me and stream. greg do this at the other no, arm and then yeah here we go. This is great for audio listeners, by the way. Tim's, Tim's <laughs>
2: Slack is just, oh no, BRB. Probably a blue, oh, it's screen. A blue screen. It's a blue screen, he shouted. Oh, uh, no. Of course, let's start this again. Then welcome to the Kind of Funny cast, everybody. I'll be your host for the second Greg Miller who forgot to do the game show. Alongside, of course, it is Christmas in September, Joey Noel. Hello, Joey.
0: Hello. It's very rare that I find myself on this side of the YouTube universe. It's good to be here. Yeah,
2: I'm glad to drag you down to our depths. You know, you're (laughs) over there with your 299,000 subs. yeah, And I got to hear about it every fucking day that we only have 279. All right, But here you are. You're one of us now. You can't be offended by it, you know? Uh,
0: Maybe I want to go back to the Nick side of things, you know?
2: (laughs) Oh, God. He's coming. The problem with Nick coming back soon is he's going to be horrible <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> he's gonna be so pent up like his wife doesn't let him go full nick and we're gonna have to have full nick for weeks on the end now isn't that right hispanic heartthrob texas treat latino heat clicking heads and ripping him to shreds the globe trotting
3: headshot nitro rifle from twitch.tv andy cortez you're absolutely right we talked about it today on the stream that uh, michael's like i miss nick and i was like i don't and i was like No, no no of course i do like i miss nick <laughs> but he's gonna get back and I'm gonna quickly wish him to go back on vacation. Mm-hmm. He's gonna <laughs> come out the gates with some stupid thing that he thought up of or some insult to, or some shit talk, who knows what it is. I'm gonna be like, God, go back on vacation, please. Understandable. That's understandable.
2: Speaking of going back on vacation, he's back from a forced vacation, ladies and gentlemen. It's Forbes 30 under 30, AKA the second best baby blues in San Francisco, AKA the verified one at Tim Gettys. Damn it. I saw him come on and like I saw him with the eyes and something was wrong.
1: Hey, there he is. All right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. There was no audio for a second. I'm sorry about that. Got the blue screen. That was the whole thing. Anyways, I am back at it like a bad habit. I don't know where y'all left off. I assume you everyone's introduced.
2: introduced. I have God. not done
1: the rigmarole. That is fantastic. Well, here you go. Of course, this is the kind of funny games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. And we have a whammy of an episode. No one says that. You know what I mean? The double whammy is one thing, but a whammy. Sure. You know, we should make that a thing. Anyways, let's make it a thing right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com. If you wanted to get it as a podcast, all you got to do is search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast. And we'll be right there for you. But if you wanted to get the show ad free, if you wanted to watch it live as it's recorded, and if you want the exclusive post show that may or may not be a new game show called Greg and his gang of gamers. I'm feeling real confident. I wanted five and I've got three all but done. So I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like our patreon producers we got some new ones here today Mm -hmm. fargo brady delaney twining holy crumpets james hastings and casey andrew i'd like to welcome the crumpets to the illustrious crew Thank thank you very much for that uh if you don't have dollars to toss our way that's cool you're out there on the streets buying video games and if those streets also are the epic game store you should use our epic creator code kind of funny and it'll help us we get money from the money you bought you spend to buy video games without costing you any a penny more. And we get those pennies. It's great. Everyone wins Uh, a little housekeeping for you guys. I don't have any. Things are going great here at kind of funny. You guys don't (laughs) need to do anything. No calls to action whatsoever. Uh, You're talking about you got
2: a new episode of the X cast up. They're talking about if Halo can
1: ever come back. P.S. I love you.
2: XOXO is coming up. It's just me and Janet. There's tons of games Mm -hmm,
1: content mm -hmm, to talk about. mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I appreciate Andy Cortez live on the fly slacking me. Check the gain level. It was wrong. I'm sorry you know what i mean the whole computer shuts down and i <laughs> yeah. come in here rip roaring just trying my best but i appreciate that my team is there to, to pick me up when i you. fall uh today we have a whole bunch of cool stuff we're brought to you by express VPN, and chime we'll get to that later action-packed show not just a whammy a double whammy of a show we're gonna start this off with uh us this crew you have right here talking about some fine video games. Then we're going to go to an ad break. But when we come back, it's going to be a whole new crew. Greg, do you want to give a little tease of what we're, they're about to get later in this episode?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, there's a game out called Immortality, and it's taking the world by storm if you are one of these nerds like me that like narrative games and like mysteries. So I grabbed Blessing at Oye Jr. before he went to D23. I grabbed IGN's Rebecca Valentine. And we have both a spoiler-free review, if you know nothing about Immortality, of why you should play it and what we think of it, and if it's a game of the year contender, it is. And then a spoiler cast where we go into everything that you can come back to later. But again, that's the end of it. Unless, of course, you're here and you're going to be doing the whole like Patreon
3: post show. Then you got to jump around. It's a whole thing. I was asked last night uh, by Snowback Mike, Andy, are you thinking of drop, dropping into that immortality game? I was like, yeah, I think so. There's enough big buzz about it. He said, I turn it on, turn it off within five minutes. Didn't know what was happening. He's the worst. <laughs> he's just the worst. Don't be like he, Mike. Did, it anybody. wasn't working for me. Didn't know what to do. Turn it off. Like, he's like, if you're, if you're going to read me a fucking story, just show me the movie. Like, if you're show me a movie. Like, just let me watch it. I don't want to do all this shit with it. Well, in the conversation, uh, I think Rebecca Valentine uh, does a good job of describing why this needed to be a video game.
1: Ooh. So that is a lot of fun teases for the future. But Shut you your fucking what? face, Mike. Fuck there you go. The future. You know? Y'all, we're here right now. And right now, I'm feeling a little Splatoon-y. Andy Cortez, you've been playing some Splatoon 3. What do you think about it?
3: I have been. Unfortunately, not as much as I'd like to, as I would have liked to, Tim. Because they had the Splatfest weekend, that first demo. Servers weren't great. The the game was up for about 12 hours. And I think one of my main issues with uh, Nintendo games, and I don't know if it's necessarily just the way the games are built, Online, but when one person when one person drops out, uh, the game just disconnects and it says, "All right, somebody disconnected, go start a new game." and uh, that happened quite a bit, but I love Splatoon, and I was addicted to it anyway, and whenever I could get that one match in, one more match sort of thing going, because the rounds are so fast, like I think it's like three minutes, three to four minutes each game it's such a it's so action-packed it's such a blast if you lose no big deal you're not going to be stuck in another valorant match for 49 minutes <laughs> to see <laughs> if maybe you could win one more uh they're they're so quick and it's such an easy going game uh i had a blast with it i had a lot of fun with it and i'm committing to motion controls
1: when we Whoa! got the, we, we get to click heads controls, with the everybody. motion controls
3: yeah i'm i'm over here i'm using the right stick for the big movements and then i'm just I'm all here. I'm all wow. here. For audio listeners, I'm wiggling and jiggling the controller.
1: Andy, I'm I'm excited to hear about this because you know, you in the last couple of years of you being on Gamescast, I feel that represented your time switching from a controller FPS player to the mouse and keyboard player. Do you think that has something to do with your switch to the motion controls here? In Splatoon 2, I remember you were more controller-based, right?
3: Yeah, but I, I don't necessarily think that there's anything thing having to do with like them being paralleled in any way. And if anything, it's more of me being like I learned one thing. I could probably learn this as well. And I also know that this is the more preferred way for people to play. And this is the way that people say that Splatoon is best enjoyed. If you can get the hang of it, Um, it can feel really wonky and weird at first. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm I still was able to play a lot of the campaign with this early code that we got for Splatoon 3. And even then, it's like, I ran into mo- many moments where I wanted to switch off the motion controls because it I, it was just too much for me and I was just getting kind of frustrated with a lot of the movements. But I'm committed to motion controls, especially for multiplayer. Um, I was doing, I, I was fragging the fuck out. <laughs> oh my God, just destroying all these little <laughs> eight year old kids. It was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a blast with it and I'm I'm committed to sticking with motion controls for multiplayer. Um, the game's just fun. It's got a great soundtrack. It's the same Splatoon you know multiplayer-wise. There there are several other modes that they were introducing that I unfortunately did not uh, get to join in on because of the allotted times that were given for uh, these these play sessions. There was, I think, like one day of like, hey, you can... I didn't get my code until the second day that the play sessions were able to go on and... By that point, it just was full
1: transparency. That was on not us, not Nintendo. It's not like they gave us the code later stuff. There was just some communication issues. Just want to put that out. Yeah, there. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm trying to play. I ended up playing in the first session, which is Turf 4, which is the mode that is most, you know, most known in Splatoon. It's just cover the most ground in uh, your color ink and then try to win the game. Sure. um but unfortunately i wasn't able to try any of the other modes because of the times that they were at and i just had other stuff happening that day um and then i was i got some dms from the homie andre from game explain who's like hey i think i saw you online i think you have a code as well are you able to get into a game i was like i am not he's like yeah neither am i what the i don't know what the hell's going on so i think we are having issues with servers or things like that we wanted to. Do somehow make a custom game to join up with other games journos and stuff but uh eventually the servers went completely offline so i played a decent amount of the campaign my problem with the campaign though is it uh splatoon campaigns have always just felt like something you play when multiplayer isn't up Mm. um splatoon campaigns can always feel like an extension of the main game like it, they almost feel like tutorials in a way like yeah learn get better at these skills of what you'll do and to put to use in the real game um uh, and i think they're trying to expand upon that a bit more i put maybe like three hours into it um and it's 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 fine like i know some people are going to really really dig it i just didn't really nothing there was nothing that are bringing me back right uh there's some neat mechanics that they do introduce but at the end of the day it did feel it does feel a lot slower playing the campaign because you're not playing other people and there's not that frenetic energy isn't necessarily there maybe it gets harder as it goes on and you will have experiences that more mirror the experiences that i love in the multiplayer uh but it it really does just seem like much like the campaign of last uh, of Splatoon two, they always just feel like bonus content that, hey, this is here too. <laughs> and I know they want it to be more than that, but I've never really cared about the Splatoon world any like in that way, where I want to know about the lore and the characters. I'm just here for multiplayer. So multiplayer isn't accessible for me. It's kind of like a, you know, what am I here for sort of uh, moment. And another bummer is that a lot of the XP that I was getting wasn't helping me unlock things for multiplayer. Um, I I the more you play multiplayer, the more you're able to. You go higher in level, then you can unlock better weapons for the multiplayer, and I wish there was some of that crisscross between the campaign. I never feel like I got anywhere in the campaign that then sort of like, oh, you unlocked this in campaign. Now you have maybe this weapon in multiplayer, similar to what you'd find in like a destiny where you do you know a little mission and then you might get a gun that can be used for any moment right um it, it all just i don't know it just kind of felt like again tutorials little single player sections that are there and they're the fun is there if you can have it but i just was not having a lot of fun with it unfortunately
1: so compared to splatoon 2's multiplayer you being a more multiplayer guy do you feel like with what you have experienced of three there are enough Improvements that this feels kind of like a, a a better experience, and do you plan to play a lot more of it? Well,
3: I have. Oh, I'm definitely planning on playing a lot more of it. Like, I I'm excited for the launch. I'm gonna be there. I'm going to play a whole lot of it. I don't. I couldn't even tell you what felt different about it. I think that's my main issue about Splatoon Three coming from Two. I think other than it being a new game, I like the hub world that you walk around in. The few sort of um, NPCs, not NPCs, but other players just sort of standing around there with their art in the game. It just brought back all those, you know, feelings that of uh, of joy that I felt with Splatoon 2, but I don't think there's going to be anything markedly different, unfortunately. Um, not that anything really needs to be a whole lot different, because I just love the core experience anyway, uh, and it does feel like a new reason to kind of get back into this gameplay flow. but um yeah i'm definitely stoked to get back into the multiplayer i'm not really excited for much else they they do have new salmon run which is sort of their co-op horde mode um sort of objective based horde mode where you go collect eggs and you bring it back and another mode that i just don't really care a whole lot for like
4: Mm.
3: unfortunately i'm the multiplayer guy and i'm kind of just there for that and when that's down Sure, I'll try out the other modes and I'll see how long it it keeps me there. But unfortunately, I couldn't even get into any of like the the cool customization with dressing up my dude. Like I feel like that's such a big core part of Splatoon is the style and kind of you know dressing your dude up and getting cool clothes and goggles and everybody loves love a, a goggle, you know. Like everyone's and Digimon. Hell yeah, we so love goggles. But um, yeah, it's just there wasn't a whole lot of customization that I could explore. Um, So, yeah, we'll have to see how it feels at launch. Um, But if it's going to be one person's Internet goes down and the whole game crashes like that's going to really suck. Um, I didn't experience any of that in the like release time that I had with the with the review period. But I experienced it a lot during the Splatfest beta weekend thing.
1: Well, we'll have to stay tuned here on the games cast I'm sure we'll get more updates from Andy. I'm sure you guys will stream it at some point. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh the, a lot more thoughts I, coming up. I love up it enough to soon. play it a lot more for sure, you know. Yeah. I think that's a good takeaway too. Is that your your high on the game is just kind of like where it's at right now. It's not like you're not in a place to like put a score on it or anything. Right. Right, right. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for a lot more Splatoon stuff from Andy Cortez. But moving on from that, we have Joey Noel here. And we have Joey Yay! for a very, very specific reason. A Disney game came out in early access right now. Correct. It is a Stardew Valley type Disney game. It is. With a, a name that I'm going to say not good for what this game is, but the Disney Dreamlight Valley, something about that. I'm like, all right. It, is that's a, a,
0: it doesn't stick in your brain. I've been playing no. this game for like 40 hours and <clears throat> every time I talk about it, I'm like, what is the actual order of the words again? Um, It does feel like a little bit generic but, but besides
1: the name what's the but quality besides of the, the game?
0: game honestly it's really good i feel like i jumped into this very skeptically i think i i had like kind of prepared myself to get hit with some like mobile game mechanics of like really high and intrusive uh like microtransaction stuff and like a lot of like bullshit like energy timers which i don't find like a fun thing to play but this game is like legitimately good especially considering that it is in early access um it's way closer to animal crossing than stardew valley in terms of mechanics and stuff like that it's a lot more like simple and easy um i feel like there's a lot more you have to manage in stardew valley with like the day night cycles and the crops and stuff like this and this is just like a way more way more pared down um kind of system of things um but yeah so you dreamlight valley is this town there's this thing called the forgetting that's like this dark misty thing that's like taken over the town and you lose all these orbs that are around the town and there are these thorns that have like taken over and it essentially like makes everybody forget everything about their lives and people leave and forget to come back and your job is to like restore it to back to like its glory and stuff like that um so It's really fun. You have, like, a couple different ways that you unlock stuff. There's story quests, which is figuring out, like, how to get the town back. And then you have, uh, like, 17 characters, I think, are in the early access. Uh, And then you level up their friendship to level 10 to figure out, like, their individual storylines. And then there's realms. When all of that you do, like, on the main map. And then there's realms, which is where you go to, like, these little tiny baby maps um that are like specific to individual characters and so those are all themes so there's like Moana and it's very islandy and stuff like that so you're bouncing around a little bit
1: They're I'm kind though. of surprised looking at this because uh, you know I hear in the Stardew Valley connections and stuff like I mm-hmm. see the elements there but this seems like it's more of like a third person walk around game as opposed to like the more top-down thing you'd expect from a, a Stardew Valley like
0: yeah I guess I mean I feel like it's just very similar to Animal Crossing, <laughs> um, which is like all those same mechanics. It's not multiplayer. It's in their roadmap, though I imagine it's less like actual multiplayer and more like you can visit each other's kind islands. Of Animal
2: Crossing dreams are flying in like an Animal Crossing. Yeah.
0: Like you can probably do, like, there's not a lot you can, there's no terraforming. So, like, you can't really mm. change a ton about the way your island looks other than decorating you can the thing that i do like is like all of the plants and greenery and everything outside is movable so you could change stuff that way and put a lot of things on there but you can't change a lot of like the landscape of what your islands look like so I don't it'll be i think we're gonna see some like pretty crazy island or like island decor and houses and stuff like that but that is not my personal strength in these games (laughs) uh so i will leave that to people that are way more talented and uh at doing stuff like that
2: because joey the big question is you know me and you know my obsession with animal crossing would i enjoy this game even though i don't love disney like i don't hate disney but i just don't like love disney
0: yeah it's it has the right gameplay loop i think it's i think one level like a a little bit more complicated than disney just because it has uh like farming and a cooking mechanic i think it's a really fun puzzle for the cooking stuff because it tells you out of There's, like, five potential uh, slots for ingredients. And then it doesn't tell you how to make anything. You just kind of have to, like, throw things together and figure them out yourself, which I found fun. Uh, I think, obviously, playing this for review when nobody else is playing this, (laughs) it's going to take me way longer to figure stuff out. So I'm sure people are going to fly through it once there's guides for all of these recipes. But I think it's fun to figure that out. Andy Cortez. I
3: I saw what Tim is mentioning, though. Like, I, I would have expected any sort of starlight star stardew valley game or <laughs> animal crossing game to have sort of that fixed camera top down yeah. isometric view uh, are you able to switch your camera angles to anything more than just like yep. this third person view because earlier we saw a camera kind of sweeping over the town does mm-hmm. is that like camera used in any of the building modes or is that just yeah. like for this trailer
0: that's what you use for placing furniture down um you can and like even when you're playing you can change like your angle total like completely to like get around trees and stuff like that um and when you have it in like the outdoor building mode you can go like fully across the map i don't know that you ever get these like full sweeping things because usually you're trying to place stuff down but um it is kind of like sims-ish in that where you can change and move things around so you have things like very specifically
2: is there any Star's Marvel in this or is really it just straight up Disney stuff?
0: Just Disney and Pixar currently. Okay. Um, I don't, I imagine that they're probably, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how separately they keep their properties, but no. Marvel I bet the they'll Star do the Yeah. Is
3: this one to stick with, Joe? Is this one that you're sticking with?
0: Yeah. What's the so longevity I the, here? I got the code last Tuesday and I put 40 hours in in the last week, which like, realistically i haven't done that with a game for review since animal crossing um right now i'm level 31 i have no idea what the like character level cap is i have four out of the four realms unlocked which are like the little like character character themed (coughs) lands that you can go visit when you go into the castle you see like a bunch of doors um that have like different symbols for different characters and the way that they have it built out currently is you can visit four of them but there's probably like 30 empty doors that are roped off so like Mm. you can tell that they have some big plans for different realms that you can go visit um the problem with those is that like you kind of go visit it to get the character to come back to you and you don't really have a reason to go back There's not, like, a ton of, like, back and forth with that. Um, And then I have six out of the seven biomes on the map unlocked, 16 out of the 17 characters unlocked. I have two of them at max level 10. And then everybody else is, like, at seven or eight. So, like, I still have, like, a good chunk of stuff left to do
1: the map kind of looks like Disneyland inspired at least with the, the castle and like the main street. And then yeah, just looking at what Barrett was showing a little bit, it seems like that's kind of the end of the Disneyland inspirations. And then the rest are kind of like where the worlds would be is all more like, okay, cool. Here's the Atlantis from little mermaid or here's Agrabah from Aladdin. Like, is that kind of the vibe or is there more Disneyland influence?
0: There's no, yeah. I feel like it's more like environments from movies than it is Disneyland. It's like, the beach you have like the frozen ice kind of stuff you have the forest like it's not i think the most disneyland part of this game is the is the cosmetics um which you can you can just like find uh in chests and stuff like that plus that was like the whole point of the paid early access as you got there were different uh packs depending on what kind of things you wanted for furniture and clothing um uh, but they do a really good job of not having it just be like this is a buzz Lightyear year costume um it they really understand the ethos of like people loving disney bounding and having like normal outfits that are inspired by characters so it doesn't feel like overly like branded um and they have like some really really fun and cool pieces um and stuff like that they something that i haven't dug into is this design tool Ooh. um where you can like customize uh, <laughs> based on all these patterns <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> so i was cool. uh our my friend fiona was posting like a screenshot of her character so was like and she had this like dark blue sweater with these all these like fun stars that looked kind of like um phantasmic mickey i was like oh my gosh your sweater's so cute where'd you get it she's like no i made it in the creator i was like damn, damn. Like, i'm very excited to see what people do with it because i think it'll be fun um i think how does it compare
1: you being such a fan of these type of games do you think it stands up with an animal crossing or stardew valley
0: i think it does there they you can tell that there are people that like playing these kinds of games on the development team um when you do things like crafting and cooking it pulls from your inventory it doesn't have to like your storage inventory it doesn't have to be on your person which is like something that's annoying about um a lot of games like this uh in the menus there's something called the collection which tells lists every character every flower every ingredient everything that you can find on the map and it tells you exactly what biome it's in so you're not having to like run around and remember where to get things uh the way that the fast travel works on in the game is really cool you unlock wells in each of the biome and that's kind of where you uh like land when you fast travel but you can open up the map anywhere uh, on the in the game and fast travel to a well you don't have to go like from well to well so it's like a pretty quick movement and stuff like that um it's oh when you're like when you have items in your bags for quests, they're tagged, their quest items when you're placing them like in the world, because sometimes you have to do some like crafting of items and place them outside. It pops them to the top of your inventory and tells them like it's just all of these little quality of life things that you can tell that people who play these games are like, this is what I've hated about all of these other ones <laughs> that I've played and we want to fix it. Um it is, like, early access, so, like, it, it, there are, like, kind of some janky moments. Some of the quests are a little bit weird. I feel like the game in general is so clear about so many things that some of the quests being very vague and uh, is kind of off-putting. I didn't know if it was just me, because sometimes I'm just dumb and I can't figure it out, but I was watching other people play yesterday and today, like, Tina was playing and Ray was playing today, and they also struggled with like a lot of the same things that I did so I think that is just like a it's not clear in the gameplay so I think they probably need to tighten some of that up mm-hmm.
3: and can you explain what one of these quests is like
0: yeah is it are I... they like fetch
3: quests sort of things or
0: yeah, a lot of it is like go talk to this character and get this item from them, or I need you to collect X amount of like these flowers and then cook this syrup kind of things. um The one that I had the hardest.
1: Such Joey game. I know.
0: I, I, <laughs> go I took to this notes. Guy make some syrup. <laughs> I wish you, I should send this to you. I took notes on this game, and there are three and a half pages of notes that I took while I was playing. Playing this. When
3: Joey said like I don't know what the level cap is, I like to imagine the devs are like, we gotta keep making levels. He's <laughs> thirty one. <laughs> she's <laughs> still going
0: um there like there was one where you had to like make a fish pie for elsa and i like kept trying like i had all the ingredients in my thing but they just like weren't popping and i made a billion of those items and then just one time i went in and it worked and stuff like that there was a thing Don't where like Merlin's like i know uh, <laughs> Merlin was like hey we have to go investigate this crystal in this one biome and so I was like running around with him in there and I couldn't figure out and it was like a crystal that was just on the ground but it looked like the normal like dig spot so it didn't look like anything specifically different and like just little things like that are kind of unclear I also fucked up really hard in the order that I played this game Um, all of the different biomes you unlock with Dreamlight which is like one of the like currencies in game that you get from doing if you've played Animal Crossing, they're like nook miles essentially you just get them for doing like little baby quests like foraging five vegetables and harvesting three rocks and all of that kind of stuff. Um but they cost anywhere from like 3000 to 10000 dreamlight. So I was like doing all of that on the map and I got locked out of progression pretty fast because I didn't have some of my tools upgraded. Uh, further mm. and i forgot that there were those like extra realms in the castle that were are like pretty low level you're just, i think supposed to do those first so i didn't do those until i had every other biome on the map <laughs> lot, except for the last one uh so even now there's like parts of the map i can't get to because i need to like harvest through stuff that i don't have the right pickaxe for so don't make my mistake make sure you do the castle stuff <laughs> early on
2: Joe, Yo, i asked the- earlier but i think
0: you cued
2: in on an actual mechanic rather than overall would i like this game as somebody who doesn't like disney or doesn't not like disney but doesn't care that much about disney like isn't you know ride or die disney
0: (laughs) i think you would still like the game uh i think that it being disney is a lot of the pull but the game mechanics and like gameplay of itself definitely stand alone um i would say you probably don't have to play it right now i would wait till sure. full release next year it's going to be like okay. fully free to play it'll be very interesting to see what kind of like monetization they add to it then because right now there isn't even a way to add real money into this game other than interesting the like founders pack but you have to buy those to even get in so it'll be interesting to see what that looks like
3: okay Joe, does um little mermaid's dad the king he's he got he's still got that penis in the crown so, but is uh
0: he's crime. he's not in the game yet uh, currently i have he, not he, seen he got him. canceled
3: That's what i happens. can't
0: i can't verify any crown
3: can't bonuses. be inappropriate like that yeah no. you
0: also can't date any of the characters which i know is upsetting to some people but like probably for the best
3: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so i feel like that is probably like in line with the disney brand but i know people were <laughs> i'm really sorry excited Tim. about
1: the- <laughs> no 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 it's okay it's okay and i don't think it was the crowd i think it was his like house situation you know what i mean it's like oh, really? throne, yeah right? it was, oh, it was his throne at like, the it was on, on it. the cover yeah it was on the. yeah cover. you can yeah, stop saying beep. that word anytime you want it. you know piece. what i mean like, <laughs> like you don't need to, to keep saying it but all right yeah. joe final final thoughts on uh disney dreamscape valley disneyland (laughs) dreams stuff dream drop distance (laughs) yeah Uh,
0: it's it's really fun i'm surprised i think it's gonna be it's really fun to play now i think it'll be extra polished obviously when they do a full release they also have like a battle pass thing in it which i think is what's gonna pull me back in because i think once i'm done with the full story in these realms i don't know that i'm gonna be compelled to like keep playing the way um i kind of do with animal crossing
3: get three headshots
0: of goofy (laughs) (laughs) no it's like it's essentially more of those like little mini missions like the nook miles ones where it's just like get three gather three rocks and get four flowers and stuff like that so it's easy stuff to like fly through if you wanted to commit to like uh getting it all out Right now, it's like a Pixar-themed one, so it's a lot of Cars and Coco and Incredibles. In you cars. get a cute little squirrel that's dressed up in an Incredibles outfit that can follow you around. It's pretty fun.
1: Awesome, awesome! You sold me, Joe. That's all it took. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, gonna it's gonna there's to... no
2: interest from you, is there? I mean, as the Disney, you're a
1: Disney. No, fanboy. like you the don't thing like is, these games though. These type yeah, of no, games. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's it. It just it's, it doesn't speak to me. But I mean, I think it's cool looking at the gameplay of it and hearing Joe talk about it. Like I, a I'm happy that stuff. it seems like they nailed what they were going for, which is, hey, people love Disney and people love the Stardew Valley Animal Crossing uh, type of game. There's a lot of overlap between those different fan groups. So I feel like putting it together and like making the game good, you saying that it's clear the dev team cares and understands the genre. Like, hey, sounds like they have a slam dunk on their hands. So we'll have to stay tuned for the full release. We'll get an update from Joe in 2023. Uh, But before we do that, I'm going to tell you about A word from our sponsors. And when we come back from that, we got a whole bunch of fun reviews, spoiler free, and then a full spoiler cast of immortality. This is my immortality. That's not right, but you get it. Anyway, where's the word from our sponsors? I did not get that. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymously. It's easy to use and it works on all devices. I love ExpressVPN. It is super simple to use. I feel safe across all of my devices, knowing that whether I'm on my desktop or my mobile phone, people aren't getting in there. I'm safe on the internet. And what I look at, what I browse, that's mine. That's for me to know. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today. That's e x p dot com kind of funny. And you can get an extra three months free. expressvpn.com kind of funny funny next up shout out to chime like a cool breeze chime is a refreshing way to handle your money there's no monthly fees no maintenance fees and no minimum balance fees so it's how banking should be done and when you need access to your money you can do so fee free at more than 60,000 in in-network atms at many locations like most walgreens or 7-elevens you can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on chime fee free for you and no cash out fees for them chime no monthly fees no vibe-killing fees. Sign up for a Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at chime.com slash KF Games. That's chime.com slash KF Games. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at all Owl Point or Visa Plus Alliance. ATM. other fees such as third party and cash deposit fees may apply chime.com slash kf games hello there everybody yes it's the
2: second half of the kind of funny games cast i'm still greg that's still blessing but this time we finally got some talent in here welcome from ign.com rebecca valentine
4: <laughs> well, howdy.
2: hello rebecca how are you
4: oh my gosh it is hot it is way too hot in the bay area right now but i've just played an incredible video game so i'm feeling all right
2: that's right ladies and gentlemen if you missed the first half which i hope we stressed because we haven't recorded that yet and i'm not sure uh this is going to be both your spoiler free review for immortality sam barlow's new game and then a mini spoiler cast where we finally get to talk to somebody about all the fucking weird ass shit we just saw so if you haven't played immortality yet stick around hear why you should probably uh and then of course if you haven't played it turn it off and come back to it later when we get there but don't worry for the first part no spoilers all right no spoilers to start with of course immortality uh, the brand new game like i said from half made Uh, if you're not familiar with that studio think of sam barlow the guy who made her story in 2015 and telling lies in 2019 Uh, this is a fmv video we just go through we scrub through a bunch of collections of old tapes from old movies some of which were never released wink wink to try to figure out what happened to a woman named marissa blessing adio Oye jr You were the first person from kind of funny to get to play this because of, I was on vacation, even though I was looking forward to this one and I'm really pissed off that I did not remember to put it into my fantasy critic. I thought I had, and then I did not. So it sucks all around, but it doesn't matter. Blessing. What is your spoiler free review of immortality?
5: Uh, It's fantastic. Um, You know, if you've played her story, if you play telling lies, you've already gotten a hint of what kind of game this is, right? It's, It's in the same vein where it is. You sifting through a database of clips based off of, um, Based based off of keywords, essentially, right? Where in, in her lies and in telling uh, or in her story and in telling lies, you're basically um, searching through the database based on captions and figuring out like, all right, what keywords are the keywords that I want to look for that are in the other clips so I can piece together this story that is scattered throughout these different small clips of videos. Uh, this game is similar to that where instead of captions, though, uh, you're working off of imagery in the game. So at any point, in any frame uh, or in any video, you can pause and frame by frame and go, All right, what is a subject in this frame that might take me to a different video that I wanna go to? And you can click on a face, you can click on uh, an object, any major face or object. And uh, basically, what happens is you go from your clip into another clip that shares that same subject. So, if I'm playing and I see, like, if Greg Miller's in the game, I see Greg Miller's face, I click Greg Miller's face in a clip that I'm watching, and then I jump into another random clip that has Greg Miller's face in it. Uh, And so, with that, you're piecing together. this story of again Marissa Marcel, who is this actress who disappeared for a while, and you're going in with the with the mind frame of all right, let's figure out what happened to Marissa Marcel by watching all these different uh, takes, these movie takes, and all, also these outtakes from her time working on these three different films that never saw the light of day. Uh, and so it's a pretty fun like it's a pretty fun premise because the game contextualizes it as oh yeah, Sam Barlow and the team have given you the software to put together this thing and and, and figure it out. And it feels like this breaking the fourth wall of, oh, it's reality. Like you are playing this video editor. Um, The more you play it though, the more things start to open up. And the more like, the more you start to piece together bits of like, maybe like four to five different narratives that are going on between. All at once. (laughs) All at once, right? Between these different films that are taking place, but then also what's going on with Marissa Marcel as a human being and as an actress. Um, It's really fascinating. I'm very excited to talk to you guys once we get into like, uh, deeper spoilers because the f- tricky thing about reviewing this game is, is you can't really talk about the things that make this game wild slash incredible without diving into deeper details but from a broad spectrum like I love it for the writing I love it for the um, performances I think the actors do a, a great job especially the actors that play uh, the actor that pl- the actress that plays Marissa Marcel I think absolutely kills it but the whole cast I think does a really good job um, Non
2: Gage is her name
5: what was it Non Gage? Manon, M- M-A-N-O-N yeah, she is incredible, um, and we'll get into reasons reasons that that is um, uh, soon. I, a big reason is because she's playing a bunch of different roles at the same time. Plus, um, you put up a TikTok yeah.
2: for this. You you gave it a five out of five, correct? I gave it a five out of five. It is an amazing video game. Rebecca Valentine, I am a big fan of yours and have been for quite some time. Some would say I found you diamond in the rough. And that's how you (laughs) got I don't know who's saying it, but I say it. I saw you tweet (laughs) over the weekend. Thank you. Thank you much. When I was playing this and assembling the games cast, I saw you tweet uh, about how much you were into it. I think even going as far as say, it's going to be hard to beat for a narrative, right? For game of the year. Is that, is that correct? Do you give it a five out of five?
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I actually, I'm, I find it very difficult to go into game of the year discussions this year uh, in any capacity, because I was so convinced that Elden Ring would take it away for me, like very easily. And this is just like, I, I this has broken my brain. It's so good. Uh, but the two of them are not even competing in the same contest. Like, like it's, it's two, they are two completely different things. So it feels illegal to try to compare <laughs> the two in the same game of the year discussion because they're not remotely the same thing. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with basically everything Blessing just said. Uh, it, wow. Uh, the, the act, the acting is incredible throughout. I think, I think the thing that is like, so amazing is that Sam Barlow and crew have effectively they they have made three full-length short films here like yeah. like full start to finish and they are they it takes place over a lot like like a 30 year span uh so the the first two films kind of take place back to back and then 30 years later the third one uh appears and you very much they did a really good job I mean I'm not a film expert but they did a really good job of sort of recreating the the period elements of film in in each of the three, everything from like aspect ratio to like, like what kinds of effects they would have access to. Uh, And, and that's, that's really fascinating to sort of scrub through these different clips and, and feel their moments and especially the first one, uh, which is, based on a late 1700s gothic novel that I read in college, which is absolutely a weird thing that I never thought would come up again. Uh, It's it's really fascinating to jump into that one and actually feel for a moment like, oh, I'm watching this really old movie. This is so weird. Oh, wait, it's not actually an old movie. But then it's all interspersed with like documentary footage and random clips that they just did behind the scenes themselves and interviews
2: was, or like the camera yeah. kept rolling yeah yeah
5: it
4: yeah. feels very real they did such a good job of making this feel very much like a giant set of found footage
5: was there any point while you guys are playing where you're like was this a real story i didn't mean, like you look because i for me in the first 10 minutes of playing i was like all right i think this is fake but the way in which they're presenting it and like getting into some of the performances it is the thing of every single clip that you're seeing in the game is like a found footage or like an actual movie take, like most of his actual movie takes. And so it starts off with, with somebody on screen doing the front slate, uh, somebody yelling action, and then the scene taking place, and then somebody yelling cut. And a lot of the times, right, like right before the video cuts, it is them in their natural selves. And so those transitions are so seamless and so good that it got me. I was like, is this real? Because this feels real.
4: Yeah, there was this one moment where they they had like a little bit of footage from before the scene started and there was a naked body uh, and like three people were staring at it to start the scene and they were all kind of like giggling about yeah. seeing this this person naked and then they said action and everyone just immediately went stone face because they're looking at a dead body. Uh, and it, it was just such a very acting moment. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I ever had a moment where I thought, oh, is this actually real? But uh, I played it with Imran uh, at the same time and we were definitely having a lot of conversations about. What what levels of real are we talking about here? What bits of this are supposed are we supposed to construe as real?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and that that was such a fun time. Yeah, well, that's I, the
2: funny thing of w- going and playing it right and trying to piece together the story of what happened to her. Is that yes, obviously it's the found footage in the interviews. But for me, when I started into it like early on, you know, just the beginning of my playthrough, I'm going through and matching the and you know getting the footage, and it's not so much i'd be watching the story parts and be like all right we'll get to the before and after you know get to what happens before and what happens then because i'm trying to find out what happened to her mm-hmm. and then it's later on when it's like oh there's more going on with the stories that they're trying to tell in these movies that then relate yeah. to what's actually happening to her and where she is I'm like, okay i see if have to like recontext i had to recontextualize a bunch of different times as we will get into in spoilers what was going on for the game
4: yeah and it yeah. just oozes with like symbolism and metaphor too yeah. like especially oh, with the, yeah. the 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 cut technique where you're like grabbing the zooming in on an object and then jumping to another scene in one of the three films, it forces you to do literary criticism, things like consider symbols and consider what they mean in the context of three yep. different films, plus the overarching meta narrative. Uh, it's yeah.
5: To that point. Right. This is both like funny, but also serious where I have talk to, I've mentioned to Greg and other friends about how I would do like booby supercuts, where <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was like, alright, I'm just going to click on titties for the next five minutes and see where all these clips take me. And that part of that is like, oh yeah, I'm having fun, I'm doing a bit, but also, like, sex plays a very big part of one of the overall themes of uh, the game slash all these films, right? Like, all of the films that she's uh, that marissa marcel is playing a role in like there are either heavy sex scenes or like depictions of like sexuality in certain ways that are important to the films and so i'm like all right cool let's see all the nudity because all the nudity like if i the more i click on titties the more i'm going to get more yeah. of this aspect of the game and that feeds back into things like crosses as well where i saw uh, there was one character that uh has like a cross like item um and i was like cool i'm just gonna click keep on clicking that so i can like see where all yeah. these like religious imagery uh, might link together and so yeah like you're looking at it all i i started contextualizing it through taking film class back in college mm. um because there was a time where there were a couple of classes i took one of the first ones was, was hitchcock and so it was us making our way through all the hitchcock films and i actually grew to really enjoy hitchcock films after a while uh, taking that class um but like there are certain things in terms of like the tone the wit, the, the um the I guess overall vibe of the films and maybe it is like the auteur thing of oh yeah these films belong to this guy right it is his vision he is like trying to he's trying to say something with it and it can feel the films can feel hitchcock hitchcockian uh, sometimes yeah. um in ways that i think really work in ways that i think really work for me but also kind of go back to oh yeah what are they saying like what are the deeper elements of what they're trying to convey in this films and the way that these films link together that feels very f- film classy
2: yeah, and I think that's the big takeaway from it, right? Is like you know, to Reb's point of like this and Elden Ring aren't even playing in the same category, let alone the same game or the same stadium, right? When you talk mm-hmm. about it, is like what the expectations for you as a player slash viewer are in this and where you're going with it, right? Uh, I am a huge Sam Barlow fan. I loved her story. I love telling lies, and for this one, full stop, I-, I love immortality. Like it's it's I love a game that you finish and it's like you credits roll and then immediately back into it yeah wait i need to know more i need i love the fact that when we get uh, me and bless still haven't talked talk there was a few texts over the weekend of me being like is this but, but like it wasn't we haven't had the conversations around it or whatever i love it it being a discussion point for me with a review score on it right i give it a four out of five i think it's great not amazing and that even saying it doesn't sound right because it's an amazing game but the problem i have with it when i Uh, want to go through and talk about it as a player rather than a viewer uh, rather than a consumer i guess just to put us all in the same category is that i enjoyed the detective work of her story and telling lies more than i would say the guesswork is an insult the nebulous nature of this one uh, of immortality because in this one it's like For me in particular, and this isn't a spoiler, it's actually the very front of the game when you start it and then some of the footage you just saw is them doing like screen tests on a stool, right? And so when I unlocked one of the actress's uh, screen tests, it was the first one I got there. And I was like, oh my God, yes, this is going to be such a big point because now she leaves the frame and it's just the stool, which is the start screen of the game. So now I'm going to click on the stool and I'm going to see something from Marissa. And I clicked on the stool and it just took me to a random chair and another, and a, you know, the, the the movie 30 years later or whatever. And it was that thing of like, okay, that wasn't as rewarding to me as when it was playing Telling Lies and somebody said a word and I followed up on that. Or uh, uh, her story going into the complete, complete database and putting in a name and then finding something. And I felt like that's how this game exists and operates not as a negative like i'm talking about just my own preference for it but in the way it is like you're on a journey here and even though you're using your discovery and you're clicking on you know the prop gun or you're clicking on you know the vase or the character right even the fact that you can click on the actor's face over and over again in the same scene in the same moment and get taken to different places mm-hmm. is cool but it's kind of got this like quantum leap vibe to it that i i, I wish i had a little bit more oomph on more more i could drive what i was trying to get to i'm trying to get to this answer and it was it at times it was off-putting that i didn't get there
4: i mm, how do i this is not a counter to your experience P- because, no, please i want to hear your experience well, no, I because, hear I think, because i think you're right i how do i say this without mm, okay
2: insult no, me reb shit on me i no, love it no
4: no no spoiler <laughs> i'm trying to avoid spoilers here oh, uh okay. i this okay so this is something i suspect i do not know if it is true uh i got the impression so my i've not played telling lies horse her her story but i got the impression from both of those that pretty you can access pretty much anything throughout the entire game if you know the right thing to look for right i think immortality might have some sort of gated algorithm in it i I Mm -hmm. think there are scenes that like so uh, marissa like if i click on marissa there's you know a pool of scenes pretty much every scene includes her uh but you know there's a pool of scenes it can draw from and it'll throw me a random one or whatever but I suspect that there are some scenes that are gated that it will not show me unless I have seen others or discovered certain things I do not know if that is true um but I I did definitely run into sort of the problem that I think you're describing which is that there was like an hour of gameplay where I knew I had like two specific questions that I knew I had to answer. And I felt like I was on the cusp of answering them. And I thought I knew what I was looking for. And so I was scrubbing through clips of like the same person or the same item over and over trying to find it. And those were coming up with nothing. And that's because that's not where the answer was, even though intuitively it felt like it should have been. And In the live I mean, chat,
2: Cameron Kennedy, who's watching on Patreon, says, I agree with that part. It was annoying yeah. trying to get to things logically but not being able to.
4: Yeah, and, and I think the answer ended up being, again, I'm guessing because I can't see the inner workings of this game. I think the answer ended up being that, It was there. I just hadn't seen some other specific clue, and I had to come about. I had to come to it in a roundabout Mm. manner. And I think, I think in the end, that experience did work for me in terms of the order in which I uncovered things. Like I think I had a good, complete experience. But your your experience lines up with something that I've heard other people say too, where if you you can get in a rut. I yeah, guess. oh,
5: and I I feel that too, right? Like I, um, it's been interesting seeing people uh put out their different play times for the game. Where I was during the review embargo, people there were quite a few people that are like, oh yeah, I beat this in four to five hours, and I'm sitting there like, dude, I am nine hours in. How in the world did you roll? Did you roll credits? Like I'm, yeah. I have so much of these films uh, unlocked here, and it would be the thing of me. Kind of understanding where I need to go so much to you guys, of okay, well, if I click on this thing like this tape recorder, I'm sure this will take me to the climax of this movie. And I click it, and I'm like, okay, no, it took me somewhere else that I yeah. that isn't as important as what I what I need in this moment, or even more so, you know, there are certain character faces that like there's a certain character in the first movie where I was like, oh, all right, this guy's important, let me like I'm gonna keep clicking on his face to see like all the things because exactly he's gonna who you're be talking key. About. And like, it took me to three clip- clips, and I was like, are these just the three clips that have this guy? Like, is there yep. is there no, no more? Um, and that felt like such a vital thing. And I couldn't tell if that was by design of, no, it really is only three clips with this guy or the algorithm just isn't taking me to the clip I, I need to go. Uh, I think for me that, would in terms of the actual, like, quote unquote, gameplay of the game, that would be one of my few critiques with it.
4: Yeah. I also will say, I played on Xbox, and I think everybody should play with a controller, well, if you're on Xbox or PC. Uh, we can talk more about this in the spoiler cast, but hmm. please, please, please play with a controller, oh, dear God. The oh, vibration. that's a great question.
2: Yeah. I, I don't even know how they would do that. There's a vibration function. So, how do you do
5: I, that? You I played to. on
2: Steam Deck. Uh,
5: some of it on Steam. I played most of it on controller, but, like, when I was playing on my Steam Deck, the vibration on Steam Deck isn't as hard as the vibration on controller, <laughs> mm. and... There were moments where I was like, "Why the? Well, I'm just gonna play this on controller instead because I'm missing out on like some of the like the, some of the mechanics." Basically, yeah.
4: Please play is, on controller. But the, what I was is, there say a it's... setting for
3: oh. really quick for Steam Deck users? Is there a setting where you can
5: turn vibration up at all? I, I didn't see it in the game itself. I don't know okay. if it's like maybe on the actual system there might be a setting, but. Okay. I haven't. I haven't. No, just whatever, for those who want to play it, and is.
3: it is. possibly, you know, in yeah.
2: the, the chat, gave, David Goldstein says that if you're playing on PC, it makes a the sound makes a rumble, so you could hear it like that way. Oh, interesting. If you want to know what a fucking stupid idiot I am, because some of the rumbles go on a while early on in the game when I like, I'm like talking about the first hour probably of playing. Like there was one section where it was just rumbling like the entire scene, and I was like, God damn, rumbles broken in this game. <laughs> well,
4: see, so that's the thing. I will say on the Xbox version, even though that is absolutely the best way, the controller is the best way to play the Xbox version. Uh, it did have some technical blips. There were times where it it would just rumble through the whole scene, and that there was no reason for it. Like it was, yeah. like, it was genuinely no reason for it. I checked many times. Uh, like or or like it crashed a few times for me. Uh, it was never an actual impediment to progress because it auto-saves pretty well. Uh, but it, you know it was like mildly annoying. Um, had, the, it, there, there's some weird technical blips in it here and there. Yeah,
5: the rumble stuff is interesting, and we'll talk. I guess we'll talk about more spoilers. But there was like when I, when I was when I would scroll through the the clips, just like looking through the the database. There will be times where like i get to certain clips and it starts rumbling and my controller starts rumbling and i'm like does this mean anything and i'm like and i click away and i click back and the rumble's not there and i'm like oh it's just inconsistent and i just chalked that up to being sure. maybe part of the world building here like you don't know what might be a meaningful rumble versus a not mean- uh, meaningful rumble Um, uh, but yeah in terms of like bugs there's only one i got which is um my ui for my searching through the database screen would stick after a while and uh, to my ui when i'm actually scrubbing through oh, the scenes oh, the themselves push yeah, the footage. So I'll click into a footage and I'll still see the, um, like I'll see the, the dialogue or the, not the dialogue, the button prompts at the bottom right of the screen. And I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. And then I realized that it's from the other thing. And that sticks on my game for like multiple instances. Like I closed the game, open back up, it was still there. And it wasn't until I beat the game to where it was gone. And then I was like, oh, what if that's part of like the fourth wall, like weird shit going on? But I don't know. Uh, it was, that <laughs> was like know. the one weird thing.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Well, it's about time for spoilers, but before we do, just to close it out, we all love the game. It's getting rave reviews everywhere. Reb, what's your elevator pitch for why people should play it?
4: Uh, I will first, really quick, just say you should not play this. Uh, there's big, co- like, look through the content warnings before you play this. A uh, mm-hmm. lot, lot of sex, a lot of nudity, uh, sexual assault. Like, there, there's a lot in here. And if you are uncomfortable with any of that, like, don't touch it because there's, there's a lot. Um, apart from that, I don't think I have ever played anything, any game that has justified being. The, the story it's telling, being a video game, as much as this has uh, the the interaction that you have with what's going on and the way it it plays with the idea of the the player and the audience and the artist and the creator. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. And if you're really into weird meta stuff or thinking about games as an art form beyond just oh, games are pretty and should be art, uh, this is it. You should just you should just do it.
2: Bless.
5: Yeah, I think bouncing off of uh, what Reb just said, right? Like, I think the gameplay of this game is actually really addicting. You know, I think a lot of people will look at this game and uh, at first blush go... Oh, it's FMV. Oh, you're really going to talk about it in Game of the Year discussions. Like, oh, you know, you're just watching stuff. But no, I, I this is one of the most addicting video game experiences I've played um, all year. And that is chalked up to how good it plays as a as an activity, right? As this detective thing, as a puzzle that you're trying to solve and collect all the clips and figure out, like, how to game the system and link to all the clips of titties or whatever it is <laughs> that you're trying to, like, search for the moment and try the, for the for the answer you're trying to get, right? I think the actual gameplay is good, right? I've had it where for games I've played even recently, like, one of my my complaints for we are we are OFK is that I felt like there was like zero gameplay in that game like you're making the choices and the choices don't matter and so I'm like oh, okay well I don't feel as um I don't feel the overall ownership and what I'm doing there sure. this is a game that has entire ownership right this is a video game as video game but it's it's FMV and it's film and it's something that's really cool and really unique and um for me this is While also being one of the most addicting video games I played also one of the freshest Um, and that is even though it is coming off of both her story and telling lies I think this this game does enough to make itself stand alone, stand differently. And I think there's so much amount of quality in the actual narrative and symbolism and acting and performances that goes into this thing. And I, it's unlike anything else I, I've ever played. And so um, for me, this game is gonna be in, in my top five conversation. We'll see at the, at the end of the year how everything lays out. Um, but I think it is a, a must play of a, a video game.
2: Yeah, I echo everything you both have said and then just add in that. It's just, it's so fucking weird. And like in such a great way, in such a way, like to what Rev's point is, I think that, you know, only games, something like this could do. And the fact that it is such an immersive thing of us being, I don't, this is always the, I guess the thing it feels like, especially this is the big thing about her story. And if you remember the very last frame of her story, right. Uh, it's such an immersive thing of making you part of it when you should feel so disconnected from it. When you are just sitting there watching footage, it should feel like the most similar to what we're talking about with OFK. Uh you're just like, okay, I have no skin in this game. I have no stakes in this game. It's not about me. And the way this game of going through and trying to find out what happened to Marissa makes you a a key component of it is insane and how good it is. And then if you're like me and love storytelling in games, this is such a unique way to do it. It has so many different questions, so many different threads. Like, you got to go play it. And as we haven't, you said at the top, kind of in one of the passing things of, it's on PC right now and it's on Xbox, including Xbox Game Pass. So if you have the best deal in gaming, you should go get it there. But enough of that. That was your chance, ladies and gentlemen. We love immortality. You should play it, and then you should come back and listen to the spoiler cast. It's starting in three, two, one. Rebecca Valentine. What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck do you think is happening in this game, Reb?
4: Well, I okay. So I feel this a lot. A thing a lot of people have said about immortality is it's a game that you can there, there's there's an there's an ending. The credits roll, uh, yeah. but there's also uh, you. It ends when you are satisfied with what you know. And I did yeah. not unlock every single clip, but I actually feel like I have a pretty good grasp, start to finish, of what just happened. Okay. Uh,
2: here, but- so that's a great place to start. Because, again, I was on vacation when we got codes. I was on a uh, family vacation. I came back and played, and I want to make sure we are here. I've rolled credits, and then I've come back and played more and found more. And I'm, yes. according to Xbox Achievements, it'll tell you you know how far you are for each one of them. So for uh-huh. unlocking all the footage for all the movies, I am... I think the farthest one in is Ambrosia with like 73% and then the other two are right around 60.
4: Oh, oh, this will be fun. Okay. Oh. So and I have so,
2: so Greg, many questions. Yeah. Greg,
4: so have you have you encountered the one?
2: Of course. Yes. Okay, and so, the other one, yeah,
4: and the other one, yeah. Uh, so, so what we're talking about is there as you play through uh, the the rumble that we were discussing in the no spoiler cast, it will start to rumble. There might be this whoa, creepy tone, uh, so, and when that happens, you can rewind. And a couple of different things will happen. Sometimes it'll just drop you into a whole other scene with this couple of really creepy people saying and doing real creepy things. And sometimes there'll be like this overlay, like this kind of like weird grayed out overlay of one of the creepy people kind of like turning around or seeming to say something. Greg, did you discover both of these mechanics?
2: oh yeah yes yes yes. I've okay had, so I've you found the
4: the slow like the way you have to kind of modulate the speed to unlock the extra scenes yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so specifically
2: I amy's right that was the one that's like the most yeah popular, I thought, so okay. i
4: didn't know i i couldn't figure i didn't figure that out till yesterday after you had already asked me to be on this like i knew ah. there was something else like it already beaten the game i knew there was something else and i started messing like I, I was i was in a scene that was trying to get it to do something and i was like rewinding back to try to get a good look at something and i started like flipping back and forth really quick and suddenly the image got really clear and it, yeah. it just broke my brain and suddenly I had access to about a gajillion more scenes than I didn't have before yep. and I solved like yep. 20 more mysteries uh sorry I'm just like jump I, I don't I'm not even please do sense. no that
2: was it because that's the I thing just... and so I know I'm very similar where I think it's last night I got the tap 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 and that's how I got into other stuff And I was like oh okay so I haven't gone I still have a bunch of the interview segments or whatever where she's for me it was just you know the footage on top of footage and i saw her talking or dancing or whatever and i haven't gone back to be able to clarify those yet so there's still stuff for me out there and so i'm left with the question and you know the story start to finish you think then uh you think so what's the deal like it's it's she's eve he's the devil i Early yeah. on, my I'm so, cu- I'm, okay. I'm okay. so I'm curious. Early on to see when where I was talking to Blessing, when it first happened, I thought when I thought there was just the one uh woman, I was like, She's a demon. And then I was like, wait, are they inspiration? Are they muses? And is that how it's going on? But then, they're for sure muses. But I it it goes back further than that. But how okay, so then you would know this from the thing because I don't know this from the thing. So when they're a muse, how do they how are they? I mean they're immortal, sure. But how do they how does Marissa never age? Was Marissa ever a person and they took control of her? Because when you find out about Amy, Amy got taken control of watching the other one die, right? Yeah. And that really fucking I watched him die on screen and I was reborn. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Fucking cool. Like when
5: I was right before the show, I was mentioning that like Yeah, if we do a moment of the year category for game of the year, like this game is going to have moments of the year in it. And I think that's one of the ones for me where that like, that might be a video game moment of the year where you get into that screen and she's sitting there and like, because that was one of the late discoveries for me. I had figured out the, um, uh, like the subversion and like the weird, um, like layered shit going on with the films pretty early on. And so like, probably in, like what, after maybe three or four hours. Uh, and so most of my game time has been me discovering new clips. And then like, as I'm discovering them, rewinding and rewatching the clips and like seeing the different, different uh, versions of them. Um, but oh, man, I forgot where I was going with it. I was like, I got so excited. I forgot my point. Fuck I probably I was going. Never
2: mind. The moment of <laughs> the year. We're talking about the rewinds yeah. of the moments of the year that we wanted to go. Moments of the year, then. the um, it'll come back version. Around.
5: It'll it'll come back around. I watched it on
2: screen and I was reborn.
5: Oh, yes. So- okay, so like I I played so much of the game um uh without like getting to that scene because I found that scene later on, but I had watched watched quite a bit of Two of Everything, which is the th- mm-hmm. the third movie um, yeah. in the trio. Which,
2: and all these
5: movies, I was like, fuck, I want to watch.
2: Them. I hope they eventually yeah. just put them out as real movies, movies somehow. Yeah.
5: yeah, like they're pretty good. But I'd, I'd seen her face a lot and I didn't put it together that she was the other one until that scene where it was her sitting in the theater. And I was like, fuck, there's like, she he is in, or the other one is in other movies. And then I, that's when I went back to Ambrosio. And it was that yeah. thing that I was talking about earlier, Reb, of like him being the guy who's playing the devil uh-huh. in Ambrosio. And me being like, wait, what the fuck? And then, like, clicking, trying to find him in more. And it seems like he's not in that much of Ambrosio. But he's, like, populating more and more as, as like, the time goes. Crazy yeah. shit.
4: <laughs> so my understanding of them is that they, they are these immortal beings. Uh, there There's a monologue that The One has at one point where she talks about the, the conflict between law and art. Um, and my understanding is that she represents art, like, the creative. And the other guy represents law. And law, like, hates humanity and doesn't want anything to do with them and she loves humanity and wants to like elevate them by becoming a muse and she's done this throughout history there's actually some clips you can find where you can see some of her past selves uh prior to the events of these three films you can see like some people that she controlled for a while and there's a clip you can find uh marissa was a woman uh who lived around the time of world war ii uh she had some really shitty things happen to her and the one basically found her dying in a barn and basically said, "Hey." you want to live? And she's like, yeah. And consumed her uh, and took her form. And then, you know, eventually like disco- discovered movies and was like, yeah. oh, this is exactly how I can do what I want to do. And so she tried to manipulate the first director, uh, Arthur. What's what's his name? The the, fir- the director of Ambrosio. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah the guy. <laughs> she tried to like manipulate him, but and, and get him to like, you know, try to become his muse. But that that didn't quite work out. Um, but yeah. then she found John in Minsky and it worked out very very well until the other one showed up to try to foil her plans to like elevate humanity by taking over uh uh Crab- Carl 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 the yeah. guy who died and so uh they they kind of had there, there's like the, there's like this really cool scene where she realizes that Carl or that Carl is housing the other one and mm-hmm. basically like lose that's when their chemistry on screen breaks is that when, the when they sit next up. to each other
2: on the couch because i love that scene
4: the one where John and Carl kiss
2: Oh. it's
4: the
2: one where she's like whoa I, okay because for yes, me it's the, there's question. that the, hold on i just want to say there's that amazing scene between uh marissa and carl right where they're sitting on the couch and he's got the makeup on and it's yeah. in movie the yeah maybe i can turn off that I uh, you know detective's your first name i'm really this i don't have yeah. to do it. you can do that but right before that there's the whole like Work with me, will you? Like, work with me on this.
5: Yes. And it's like, that's oh man, after. like, it's, it's, that's old. right
4: after she's figured it out. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting this together in real time because I didn't understand that scene because I got it early on. Yeah. And now that we're, now that we're rebringing it up, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Uh, my question was going to be like, when did, the other one um take over carl like was that the yeah. whole thing or was it the scene where they kissed
4: so he takes over Carl. I, I i'm not sure i'm not clear as to whether he takes over carl in that moment or if he had always taken over carl and that was the mm. moment where he showed himself because i'll i'll point it out later but there's actually another moment later where he's in amy and you can clearly tell that she's recognizing oh you're in amy now and then at, after that point she can see him mm. in amy but not before that point um but anyway so that happens she she basically she's controlling marissa so she forces marissa to kill the other one. And she has a different, another monologue at a different point where the one explains that you can, you can't really kill their kind except by burning them. And so she shoots Carl, but that doesn't kill the other one. So there's implication in some of her lines that Marissa has the body or sorry, no, not Marissa. So she, after, after what happens to Carl, Marissa like freaks out the person because she just killed a man and doesn't know how it happened. So time.
2: That's part of my question. then. So they're both inhabiting at the same time. And then obviously I know that like, when we when you do the rewind, I see of course the muse or whatever I'm gonna yeah. call her the muse. We see her, the other one, the other, the other. The we one. see her on top with the gun. We see the conversation between her and the other one. Like I get that, but so they are existing at the same time, and Marissa mm-hmm. knows what's going on or doesn't know what's going on. That's where I was like confused of like what's happening.
4: I don't know if it's clear that Marissa the person understands what's happening, but so she like she clearly knows something messed up is going on. Okay. Like, okay. Um, and then so so she shoots Carl uh sure she forces marissa to shoot carl and then later has carl cremated so that the other one cannot come back and yeah. then the one is done with marissa uh and you see the scene where she uh consumes john the director uh she like kind of like on, uh,
2: he's on he's got it's the one where she he's on the bed right bound to it and they have the whole conversation about like you weren't who i thought you were and da-da-da. wait yeah. what's I never got this scene. What
5: the? Oh fuck? yeah.
4: So okay. So uh, so the the one real. This is before she kills Carl. The one mm. realizes that the other one is in Carl. Uh, mm-hmm. she and John are like you know doing it, having a lovely time. And uh, they're, Is this they have, in
5: in in film or off film. Uh,
4: I I think they're rehearsing for a film. They're rehearsing. For, okay. Is, or maybe they're they're on camera, obviously, but I, I can't. Remember it's rehearsal,
2: and then it's a rewind backwards where we see them. Yeah.
4: Emerge. But they're basically, they're, they're having this sex scene and then the one reveals herself to John and is like, hey, actually I'm an immortal demon, basically. Um, and John is like, that's not cool, uh, what the heck? And the one is like, oh, I thought, like, she, she's missing, like This I'm isn't your,
2: going the way I thought it was. She says I, that. Right? Yeah, you're, I'm your you're...
4: muse, whatever. Um, and and he, he isn't happy with what, what is going on. And so she ends up like biting into his neck and devouring him. And at that point she is in control of both Marissa and John. Uh,
5: I definitely so, saw some of the aftermath. I, I remember seeing like bloody, John laid on the floor, bloody, and also Carl um, bloody. Yeah. But that might have been really, just like one of those reverse, like, oh, like yeah. There's a museum scene you where you
4: can see both of them like torn up. It's really freaky. Yeah. Um, but so, so she lets Marissa go. Marissa is like horribly traumatized. And that's when Marissa disappears for 30 years. She becomes a recluse. And so at that point, the one is inhabiting John. There's a talk show segment where you can see her inhabiting John. Um, John is married to Amy. Uh, who's the woman who watches it in the theater. And at some point, while they are together, Minsky is never released, but uh, John apparently gives the clips to Amy uh, and lets her watch them like in a private showing in a theater. And at the moment, at the end, where the other one is shot, uh, the other one, she sees that, and then the other one possesses her. And this is a Mm -hmm. new finding. This is not something the one or the other one knew that they could do. The one thought that she had permanently killed the other one by burning Carl's body. What she didn't know is that he could come back through film and inhabit amy so john goes off the one as john goes off to have a glorious career as a filmmaker for like 30 years uh they start he starts working with amy on uh what will eventually become two of everything but it's not going well like something's just not working and so the one decides i need marissa back so they bring marissa back to be in it uh and at that point she's controlling both marissa and john at the same time uh two of everything goes for a while and it gradually starts to deteriorate because the one realizes that they are deeply struggling to control both bodies at the same time. And you can kind of see there's like some scenes toward the end of two of everything where John is like fainting randomly or Marissa has like blood coming out what of knows, her nose yeah. or like 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 things are just not working. And so things just start falling apart. Um, there's a lot of like monologues that the one explains as to why they're getting really sick of doing this. They're like really tired, like, you know, immortality is exhausting. Yeah. Um. All, all, all these different reasons for their motivations. But eventually the one has had enough. Uh, and they they well, there's a scene where they reconnect with the other one where they look at each like uh, Marissa looks at Amy and they look at each other and they realize oh wait you're there okay uh, they reconnect and that is ultimately why the other one kills the one it's at the one's request uh, burns their body uh, so that they can't come back but they can come back in a new elevated form and it's us, us. Film and it's us and there you go that's the, that's the plot what a fucking game what a fucking <laughs> story <laughs>
5: you know what I mean. I mean, did you guys catch the part about um, uh, the one talking about essentially being Jesus on the cross? Oh, yeah. Like the whole. Yeah, the whole thing being like, oh, yeah. Like, I want to tell the greatest story. Right. I want to elevate humanity by telling an uh, incredible story. And she starts describing like being killed on the cross and then being behind the boulder and then like being dead for three days and then coming back and like yeah they said that I ascended but like really I was just here I was like dude this is fucking incredible like they they've crafted this entire tale that spans throughout history that like reconnects into them discovering film and now like being able to use this to then have that layer of oh yeah through film we can be immortal like film is the is the path through immortality
4: a new type of immortality that's better than what they had before
5: yeah incredible incredible (laughs) you know what i mean great job Reb. what 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 order did you guys uh play the game in because for me i started off with well i started off with one of the talk show ones where it's um uh marissa talking to the talk show host and like him asking her about like oh yeah you look young like oh yeah like you know there are so many uh, different actresses considered like you got the part like yada 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 um and then immediately i went into minsky and got super into minsky and then like from minsky i hopped into ambrosio and right now for for minsky and Ambrosio, i have a lot of clips unlocked two of everything i'm missing oh wow probably like probably like a third i imagine i I'm oh, wow. like compared to everything else i'm missing a lot of two of everything but minsky and Ambrosio,
2: i, I dove deep See, into. I'm, I, I mean, maybe i misspoke earlier i think it's oh, no 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 it's ambrosio that i'm missing a lot of because minsky and two of everything for some reason came easier for me i don't know why and then two of everything i was actually really into what the story they were doing of this whole like you know she's you know fills in for her here and then this leads to that and then she can't swim and i was like oh fuck all right i see where we're going this is dynamite you know what i mean like i was having a fun time with that one but i really honestly i was so i just went with wherever the, the clip took me same yeah. whatever i jumped to the next thing is what i was doing i wasn't trying to put together certain things it wasn't till the end now after credits where i'm like fuck, I'm missing this scene. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to know, what's her name? The uh, Italian actress who's uh, uh, Marissa's co-star in Ambrosio. I don't understand. I still haven't pieced it together. And you can just tell me, Reb, since you're so much smarter than me. Why is she crying in the church during the monologue? There's a monologue from the pulpit, but it's a one shot of her. And she starts crying and the director's like, oh, fuck, she's crying. And I'm like, I'm clicking on tears and I'm clicking on eyeballs and I can't figure out what the fuck's going on
4: less of a deeper point and more just like a character thing. She describes herself in one of the clips as being like a very good little Catholic girl and I I got the impression throughout that film that like that speech specifically was, I mean as a good little Catholic girl myself formerly, uh, I I definitely got the impression of like, oh, I'm in this movie with like tons of sex in it and have I betrayed my values? That was what I got out of that. Like I I don't know if it was, it was just like a person having a real human moment okay uh in reaction to a speech i don't know if there was something deeper than that there i i I
2: thought i missed a scene where something Um, bad had happened to her that put her onto this emotional spectrum that she was like loses it because of what he was saying and i couldn't figure it out
4: no i don't think but i could be wrong i mean i haven't seen i've seen like 95 percent of all three films but i'm still missing at least a couple clips of each yeah
5: Yeah, i could probably tell you like the most of the story of ambrosio from front to back most of the story of minsky from front to back but for two of everything there's still quite A few gaps, right? Like, I understand the broad premise of it, right? It being like this um, uh, I was gonna say Freaky Friday, it's not Freaky Friday, parent but like trap. parent trap
2: situation, yeah. Of like, oh, yeah, two yeah. of you guys are doing, or Dave, if you want a more modern adult version, Dave, like, remember Dave Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein. Oh, uh, I was thinking president, like president has like brain aneurysm or whatever, so they get the guy who looks like president to stand in for
5: him. I was thinking the Little Dicky Show on FX. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, that also that no this yeah. is a different idea of a plot, but yes, yes, yes. Exactly. You know if
4: everything is especially difficult to mentally piece together because it is also extremely like all over the like like there's multiple revelations as to who which Maria yeah. is which. But I and that's love that. What, that. I love that, that's when that's you're watching on what and what I'm trying to figure out what's you going see on. it in. You're like, wait, so Maria died? No, uh, Heather. The other, Heather. Heather. He, Heather died. No. Did Marie? No. Wait, who? Which died? What? That
5: Hussu? was messing me up so hard. Whereas Minsky, I was in it from the beginning. Like, I think I started oh, off yeah. with the perfect clip of Minsky because the first clip I got was um, uh, the detective character, right? Carl is a detective walking into the room and like first coming across uh, Marissa's character and being like, oh, you're his muse and doing all and like giving her that preliminary interview. Mm-hmm. For me, that was like, that's based on the premise of the movie. And I was like, oh, I'm into this. All right, cool. Let's keep going. And yeah. the way I went about it, from probably like the first half of my playthrough i was more invested in the actual stories of the movies that i was the overarching thing i was like i don't know sure. man this detective thinks seems cool so i i started cl- uh, clicking on the faces of the people doing the front slates
2: the crew um
5: yeah the crew because they didn't uh keep people between those between movies uh for the movie crew and so like if i never, if i I don't think they ever gave her a name but like the black girl she was always doing the slates for um uh minsky whereas like there was a specific dude who was always doing the slates for ambrosio Ambrosio. so i just kept on focusing and on on um on those guys because i was i was really invested um and yeah like i i'm very impressed by the writing of Like, obviously, the overarching stuff is fascinating and, like, cool and all that shit. The actual movies themselves, I'm like, dude, I would – we've mentioned this before. I would watch this, dude. Like, Ambrosio seems like a fucking dope-ass
2: That seems movie. like a romp, a sexual I, thriller.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I believe, okay, so I read, this is based off of a late 1700s gothic novel called The Monk, uh, which I read in college. I hated it. It was atrocious. It. We read it in, like, it is famous because it was especially raunchy for the period. Like, sure. it, I mean, it's a bunch of monks and nuns having sex. It's got, like, you know, Just like horrible Ambrosio. depictions of sexual assault in it. Uh, It's really, really grim. Uh, but, like, that's part of why we read it. I mean, We read it at a Catholic school. Uh, so I'm kind of it, I'm not sure how they got that one through uh, but but yeah like I hated it and I was watching the clips of Ambrosia and I was like wait do I know this story? And I started Googling the names Mm. and it like broke my brain that this movie that I was extremely intrigued by was actually this book that I read in college and basically knew the whole plot of. So before I realized that we were going to basically see the entire movie front to back, I was sitting there explaining the plot of the monk to Imran. (laughs) And it's like, Oh, never mind, I didn't need to do this. We're just going to see the whole thing anyway.
2: It's so good. And, but then again, like, you know, to the point of like, what is going on? And then to your, uh, we mentioned it obviously, but the fact that the one right flips to John for the next two flicks, right. Of mm-hmm. like finding a, a kinder spirit there. I like just the line when they're filming one of the sex scenes in Ambrosia. Right. And the director's like, stop looking at the ca- into the camera. And John, who's director of photography, is like, I, I like it. Yeah. He's like, he's, it's, it's more modern. Oh, he's like, yeah. fuck your modern. They're like, having a bantery conversation about it. But then even to jump to uh Minsky, right. Where the original guy who was cast as Minsky quits in a huff. Right. He's like, you're not a director. You're just a pervert with a camera. I was like, damn, like, I love this narrative thread they're putting out through it.
4: And there's this whole, like, I, this is sort of me, like, (laughs) uh, uh, sort of putting, putting it together and maybe not necessarily getting exactly right. But my understanding of sort of how, why Ambrosio got canceled is that it was the, the director says that it was his first movie that has like sex and nudity in it. And he was maybe overcompensating a little bit in some ways. And then there's a scene where John and uh, Marissa have sex and they film it and they're like, Oh, we're just going to put this into the movie. Cause uh, John is dressed Mm. as Ambrosio, even though he's not playing Ambrosio and he has like the hood up. So you can't see actually him. And they're like, Oh, we'll sneak it in. You know, Arthur won't know or whatever. And my, my sort of galaxy brain take on this is that he sat down watched the clips Saw that in there, saw all the other stuff he had done and been like, no, I can't ruin my career as a director by putting out something that's raunchy and didn't put it out. But then we find out later that the reason why. Uh, uh, well, OK, so like the reason why we have these clips anyway is because uh, he at some point went to John and who was his director of photography and brought all these clips and said, here are all the negatives of Ambrosio. I'm sorry that we never released this. Um, so that's why we have all that three. was
5: one of the mysteries i had that i never figured out was why they didn't, they didn't release ambrosio that's why i my like, guess i don't obvious.
4: i don't know if it's ever stated but that that is my guess as to why they didn't release ambrosio
5: one of the things i was trying to piece together too and i think we might have gotten this answered after talking to you guys about like when carl was taken over uh, by the other one was like there was a scene where <clears throat> they're partying uh it's the actors it's the crew and you know carl starts talking about like oh like Oh, he's probably slept with all this metal like, talking to me. Mar- how many of you done? He's like, I don't know 150
2: 250 <laughs> Yeah,
5: like talk about how much people how many people he slept with. and then like there was like a passing comment of um, oh, Something about him be uh, being gay right or sleeping with other men or something and he like kind of scoffed at it But like before that clip I had seen the clip of him making out with John So I was like wait was he not out or is this like a different ver- like is this before or um, before Carl got taken over by the other one. That's something I'm still trying to piece together of like why he scoffed at it then, but then later he's making out with John Dirk.
4: Yeah, I'd have to look at that. I don't
2: remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything stand out for me.
4: How did your, how did like the pacing of you discovering this play out? Because for me, like I, I did something very similar to you two where I, I spent like several hours mostly just piecing together the movies. I didn't find the rewind mechanic for a while because I was just watching clips front to back and not worrying too much about it. The only time I was rewinding was when there was an object earlier in the clip that I specifically had seen and been like, oh, I want to click on that. Um, And that just happened to not coincide with that mechanic very much. And then- like I and I felt the rumble a couple times and heard the sound and I was like, this is weird. What is that? And I pointed it out to Imran a few times. And then finally we discovered it by accident while we were rewinding back to find an object. And then that, that was like one level of blowing the game open for us. And then, so we oh, got, sure. we kept playing, we kept playing. We actually got to the ending uh, where she's like on fire and takes over the whole thing. We got to that because we found the clip of her talking about how only burning works. And so we started clicking on all the candles. And we eventually got there. Uh, mm. But then we didn't find the sort of speed modulating mechanic until like yesterday afternoon, like I said, when I was just messing around with something. And so even though we had already seen the ending, it, it was weird. It was like a very cool Shakespearean stage production almost because we knew at that point pretty much the entire plot. We filled in a couple more scenes because we were able to get Amy's ending and like a couple other things, like questions answered. And then we were basically just watching a series of monologues by the one explaining what they had done. Wow. And it was like that moment in the theater where like all the actors have left the stage and like the main mm, characters mm. Just up there delivering a soliloquy about why they did the murders. And then it was over. And it was just, it was really weird and grim and powerful. I loved it.
2: For me, I'm I'm just like Cameron Kennedy right now in the chat, who said, uh, I had my notebook out taking notes of every single thing from the start. So I was looking at some clips super closely. But once I found the rewind mechanic, I stopped taking notes. My first night uh, down here with it on the Xbox, it was the same thing, where I was like, I love telling lies for having the notebook. I'm going to do it. And so I had the notebook, and I branched it. And I was like, controller down on the couch taking notes on what i was seeing and who characters were and yada 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 and it was like at the end of that where i finally did the rumble I'm like i was rumbling all the time figured out I was like oh shit and tears i'm just like you you just said reb whereas like literally last night uh, i figured out the I, I googled and figured out oh i can do it with the d-pad and that'll actually give me different so i still haven't gone and saw seen all those monologues all the monologues you're talking about from the one i saw behind footage and i thought that was just that th- yeah. that was obviously my introduction to oh something else is going on here in the game but again what I enjoy about the game, even though I wish in some ways it was a little bit more direct and it was a little bit more clear on what to do is the fact that even not knowing that functionality, I still got the story out of what was going yeah. on and I still got credits and I still got taken over by the one. And I still had to fuck. I, you know, I screenshotted as soon as she popped up full screen. Cause I was fucking creeped out. I was like, this is scary. I mm. like, I wasn't expecting this game to be a horror game. Right. And I wasn't expecting it to be a game that scared me, not just the characters. It was uh, dealing with the thing. Like, to your point of blowing it open and it having levels like I'm actually very excited to find out that I can watch all those because mon- I've seen the the, tro- the trophy, the achievement for it of like, you know, listen to all the monologues or see whatever. And I've like, you know, 14 percent or whatever from the ones I've been naturally able to rewind with the uh, L2. So the ability now to go back in and do that is exciting, even though I wonder if I'll ever actually do it. I feel like now I have to go out of the the next review. And it's like, well, I might as well wait for a YouTube compilation of it because again, I just have a bunch of clips now out here and I'm like, which, which ones have it, which ones don't, which ones haven't I seen? Like, and again, back to my point of like, I love the game. I wish I had known all that beforehand, at least a little bit mechanically better than I knew than now, because it would have been more fun to have the story that way. And now I'm at this point where it's like, ah, I need to go forward with my life. I feel like, and not go and try to do it all over mm-hmm. again. But I hope somebody puts the movies together, and I hope somebody does the monologues. You together. got, yeah, you got to you got to watch all like the subverted clips
5: because uh, oh, like, I'm sure, like, I wanted to crazy. so bad when I see her mouthing words, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I wonder what she's yeah. saying. And there's some where like you know you'll get the I'm sure you, you've already seen the ones where it is um, like it's not even the monologues, it's them recreating the scene um yeah. like yeah, yeah, but totally. maybe make it like a little bit more fucked up and then the music gets kind of eerie and it's the perfect like Oh Fuck what's going on uh, on here kind of feeling if it, it takes me back to playing the witness if you ever oh, played shoot. the witness where There's like a moment in the witness that you have where you realize that the puzzles that you're solving on the island Aren't just the pa- the puzzles on the panels But like the island itself is a puzzle for me That was like a mind-blown moment of oh this game is not what I thought this game was there's an entire entirely different game here that I had to play and I I had that exact same kind of satisfaction when I was it was it was probably a few hours in where I felt the controller rumble and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I, I wanted to rewind back to feel the rumble again. Cause I figured it meant that like that moment in the scene must mean something. And as I rewind, that's when I first saw it. And I was like, what the fuck? And like, and I don't know how I figured it out, but like, I figured out the D pad thing. Yeah. And like, you know, watched it. And I was like, dude, this is fucking crazy. This is fucking weird. And I like, I favored that clip. Cause I'm like, all right, this clip must be important. Like this must be there must be something about this clip and like the way that it is weird. And then I started noticing it everywhere. It's every
4: clip, yeah. Where I'm like,
5: oh, every single clip has this. This is fucking crazy. And then I I went back and watched the 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 um it The interview ones, right? Where it's her on the talk show or uh John on the talk show, uh doing the interview. Like those are the ones that like really fucked me up because those were the clips where I was like, I I need to find more of these clips, and there's not there's only the, the two of them seemingly. Um
4: what do but you I mean? Like, where you're going back
5: and forth? No, no, where, no where is that? Where the, the, the talk show, show oh, with the same Johnny Carson? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I, I, I I, just like that the talk show scene. I was like, I want to hear more about what the actors have to say about what's going on. Totally. Um, and I found the subverse clips there and I was like, this is fucking crazy. And it, it keeps going and going where uh, I was finding more of the dialogues. It seems like, or the more of the monologues, I think there's quite a few repeated monologues. Um, cause I swear to God, I heard her, I heard her talk about the same thing over and over at a, at, at a certain point. Uh, I think part of that's maybe because I found it early and they, they kind of, I, I'm, I imagine the team was trying to account for like, if they find, if they find out this mechanic late, let's make sure that like. They're yeah. getting all the things they need that they need to have the monologues, and because sure. I found it early, I think I was just seeing the same shit over and over again. At you definitely point.
4: were. There's a set the the gray the kind of grayscale footage of her in that like big dress or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's basically a set of I think like four or five of those monologues that you can see from a bunch of different clips. But then there's also mm-hmm. other things that are totally unique but you yeah but, you've definitely heard them repeatedly. I, know, I know because those are the ones i was trying to find after i figured that out yesterday and there was one specific one that i remember seeing multiple times where she just turns around and seems to like start to say a word and i wanted to know what she was going to say and i it took me for even though it's like everywhere it took me forever to find that one i'm currently but.
2: going through the table reads because i remember one fucked up one popping up and i was like what is going on in oh, this yeah. fucking table read? and i can't yeah. and i can't figure out which one of the table reads it was to go through and do yeah. it
3: was but I, see this is my t- t- thing
2: is i don't want to do this again I don't want to needle and haystack this like tonight. Yeah. I'm going through every clip looking for like the do thing. Can I do it? It's probably Greg,
5: fun. Here, There's, my
2: here's my mate. If you, you want to know what my real my real ace up the sleeve is? Bless, is that oh, I would no. rather not do it now, and then hopefully it comes to PlayStation one day, and I go through for trophies there.
4: Well, Smart. Greg, I mean, if you really just want to knock it out now, uh, so after I finish finish, after I basically put the controller down and said I have seen everything I need to see, I don't need to do this anymore, I pulled up the subreddit to see what was going on there, and mm. someone has made a beautiful grid. Of a list of every single clip in the entire game, uh, with like numbers and scenes, yeah. uh, and then they have noted which ones have reverse footage on them. So if oh, you're
2: just there like, you go, trying gentlemen. to
4: find specific things, like, see, I'm all, you, please, I'm all in for that. I'm all in for. A don't do this experience. until you are at the point that I was at, where I put the controller down and said that is it is that I'm done. Because I actually the only thing that I did not pick up on from the scenes that I feel like I gleaned from like scrolling through there and seeing, oh, what was this? Was the bit about uh. Marissa being in the barn in World War Two. Like that was a mm. scene I did not see. I was like, yeah, I want oh, to that's see that interesting. One bad. But then there's there's YouTube there's like links to YouTube. So you can find there's compilations on YouTube of all the scenes. Uh, and I think you can probably like find timestamps or something and figure out like, do
2: you remember what I'm, this is to call, titled? Cause there's a lot, I'm, I'm here. I'm uh, looking.
4: I would, I would type and find it for you, but I have a mechanical keyboard and no one wants to listen to that. Nah, uh, it's fine. We're
2: going to end here in a second. Anyway, you're fine. Yeah. You can get it I, will, um, I will say though, I, I, in the, in the way
5: that like, you know, went about finding the subversive clips, I am slightly envious though of, of you, Rebecca. Cause like, I feel like the way I did it, you know, I was, I, for like the, the most part of my playthrough. I would watch a new clip and then go back and then watch the subverse clip right after that. And it was a lot of me experiencing a lot of different aspects of the story at the same time and not being able to to piece it together in a clean way. If if I did it the way you did it, where it is cool. I've seen all the regular clips and I kind of understand, I understand the flow of the story here. And then Mm -hmm. I go watch all the fucked up shit. I feel like I'd have a better understanding of like the timeline and what's going, going on here. I was, I spent, so much time confused <laughs> about who and who this lady is in the black and white it is such a slow burn that way really uh and good. it was till until like the very end where i was like oh she's controlling her like I, that's something i didn't gleam early on i was like i couldn't tell i didn't realize that she was being controlled it was way more of a slow burn for me to find out all that stuff
4: oh my gosh there's this one scene it's uh it's i think some of the table reads for two of everything when the one is controlling both john and marissa and the subverted footage is uh john is not there like every all the yeah. other actors are there. John is not oh, there. And makes Marissa, so sense. the one is doing the movements, like the actions for both Marissa and John. Like there's one where John gets up to grab a glass of water and then you get to the subverted footage and the one is dressed as Marissa, seated in Marissa's place, but then gets up and gets the glass of water like John does. It's so that's good. That's
2: fucking crazy, dude. Uh,
5: the
4: one's, the the woman who plays the one, fantastic. Yeah, that's
5: oh, my other pick. She's,
2: they're all
4: so good, wow. yeah,
5: she's yeah. so good. That's another like, she better be nominated for something because you just describing that of her playing both roles at the same time is impressive let alone all the like the weird eerie like performance her taking her doing the exact same scenes as marissa and just making it so that you're just unsettled the entire time like she does some fantastic stuff in performance in this game
4: the the final scene where she, she's burning and the subverted footage of her just like getting closer to the camera each time and her face yeah. is like ah!
2: I love to it, I don't you know <laughs> nothing in this game is by chance. I love that uh, you know the little bit of you know the little bit the thirteen years of Catholic school, uh, but like the, when the fire happens right and this is like now I remember when I got that scene and it was like as this is all starting to come. I think it's when I texted Bless her right away of like, is she a demon or what? but it's the pillar of fire. Like there's the fire, Mm. but then there's a very specific pillar of fire, which is always references so many biblical things. I was like, clearly that's her spirit. I I didn't know at the time that, you know, that's the only way to do it is kill him through that or whatever. But thank you. I have found, I have found by the way, the complete list of clips and I'm now watching the fucked up scene of the casting table. Of this guy just getting his brains fucked out, Jesus Christ! Uh, on Game Pass, everybody, make yeah. sure you have your parental restrictions set.
5: A lot of right.
4: sex in this game. Don't stream this game. Probably not acceptable. I
5: had I a mic and like we had a whole a long conversation about like, oh, is this allowed on Twitch? Is this not allowed on Twitch? I
4: don't think this is. Allowed I was on like, Twitch. you probably
5: shouldn't watch it on Twitch. Uh, what was the clip that rolled credits for you guys?
4: Wait, is it not the flame? Is it not her burning?
5: That wasn't the one that rolled credits for me. What? It was the one of it was the one where she bled out her head. That was the one was, like I found the flame footage, and then right after that, I had found the one of yeah, like her bleeding out her head at the end of two of everything, oh, and that's where wow. cre- credits roll for me. Yeah, See, I think no, the I the think again,
2: uh, Reb. I think it's a gated thing because I had the same thing where I had the fire and I texted Bless about something else, and I kept playing, and I asked you uh, if it was a gated thing, Bless, well, right? Because that credits, because I'm like. I feel like this is the last, you, plus it's being very coy on purpose and mm. good on him of like, I got what it must be the last clip. Like, this has to be the last clip, right? He's like, yeah, but, and then I kept playing and going into more stuff. And that's when I think I went into enough clips that it did the, you start sc- scanning and the one's face pops up behind yeah. all the yeah. different
4: stuff. Oh, it must be. That's fascinating though. I That must be a very different mood then coming from a different clip because I I had had the one where she bleeds from the head. Like I already had that clip. Um, and so when I got to the bur- the burning, like it did feel extremely final. And I, I did the whole thing. Like I watched the burning and then went back and watched the subverted footage and then backed out. And then it was her face and it was, Oh wow. What a moment. Yeah.
2: What a game, ladies and gentlemen, <gasps> if you haven't, for some reason, played Immortality, you you listen, listen to, this to like, all this, <laughs> you still should bear it. <laughs> Barrett, you should still play. Yeah, I mean, Courtney.
3: like, does the does the Rumble work on the Steam Deck? Like, it's sounding like it's not, you know? It you does, know, like, a well,
5: little see. bit, but like, you, you kind of have to really pay attention you know, to it. I'm, the I'm replaying The
3: Last of Us Part Two right now because I'm a broken person. I'm real busy over here, you know?
4: Ugh. Rebecca,
3: Meanwhile, thank, thank we'll you be here so like <laughs> <journey> trying not <laughs> to this. play God of War Ragnarok.
4: Thank you. I needed an outlet. Oh, my God.
3: Everybody
2: does when they play this. So, there you go, ladies. You, you can't know, tweet
4: me. about it because it's spoiled. You can't, there's nothing you can You don't want to ruin it for
2: anybody. You can't ruin it for anybody. Nothing you can say uh we love it you should play it that's the final word here of course this is the ben the kind of funny games cast right after this we're gonna do an old episode of a trivia show i I, we haven't talked about it but you're not on the episode tomorrow i have my own idea for a game but did you have something built up already i mean i have something built but i can save it for next week okay i mean mine's gonna be be my own Okay, it. then it's going to be Greg's trivia show, everybody. It's going to be Greg's trivia show. I had a funny name for it, but I forgot it. It was in the shower this morning. I'll get back to you on that one. Uh, but if you're not coming to watch us on patreon.com slash games, where, of course, you could write in and be part of the show. You could get the show ad-free. You could get the show with the exclusive post show we do. You could be watching live like Cameron is, Dave is. Uh, thank you all for hanging out. Uh, remember, you can get the show for free, youtube.com slash games, Roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every week we review those games we preview those games we have a good time with those games of course if you like playing games maybe you should use the creator code kind of funny that's right if you're on the epic game store use creator code kind of funny if you're playing rocket league you're playing fortnite you're playing that there Rumbleverse. pop in that epic creator code wherever you can and support us without having to give us any extra money until next time go visit rebecca ign.com go over there read her stuff see what's up she's doing great work is there anything you want to promote Reb? is there something coming up soon for you
4: uh not that i'm allowed to talk about but i have articles
0: oh Oh. she has articles
2: everybody look for them on (laughs) ign.com and until next time no it's
3: been our pleasure to serve
2: you